This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. The Joes are gone. I am your substitute teacher, Aaron Hawksworth. It is time for Lightning Bets. We're going to have some fun here. So I don't have a future. Um, normally I have futures um, on this Tuesday, but I'm going to go NBA. Sabonis so now with the Kings. Um, I am doing over 30 and a half points and rebounds. Um, he, so I looked up against the Nets. Um, Kings playing the Nets tonight. He averages 30 um, in the last five games. But overall, if you just look at you know his game log, for example, um, on Sunday, 26 points, 22 rebounds. Um, the game before that, 21 points, 10 rebounds. So I think he can go over that. And it's minus 110. So, uh, so bonus over 30 and a half points and rebounds tonight is my lone bet. Let's go. We're back in the NBA. All right. So I was thinking, we'll bring Jake on for this too. Since the Joes ditched us, maybe it's time to fade the Joes. So I was looking around for some, some ways we can fade the Joes or people named Joe. So this is what I came up with. We've got Joe Harris, under 10.5 points uh, at minus 130. We've got Joey Hauser from Michigan State, under 9.5 points at minus 105. Uh, Joe Pavelski, <laughs> under 0.5 points. Some NHL action for you. Um, and then, expand it a little bit further. Alabama State, plus 14 against San Jose State. Uh, some college hoops and one more Vegas Golden Knights minus one and a half on the puck line against the San Jose Sharks. So that is how I am fading the Joes tonight. You could also look at being on the Steelers plus four and a half and fade Joey Burrow. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, like you said, Tuesday's a little more dead. Um, there is, I will say, look, I talked about it earlier. I, I know the numbers coming down off of cross seven, seven and a half to seven, now to six and a half. Mm-hmm. That's a play for me on the Eagles. I will lay the six and a half with the Eagles. Uh, it is definitely chalky, but I just think the Colts will never be riding more high. Eagles are still very much an NFC contender. Yeah, it's a short week. Yes, the run defense is a concern. Maybe Adrian Brown's a little bit nicked up, which definitely hurts that offense. But I just think this is an opportunity to take a team that's flying high in the Colts and bring them back down to earth while the Eagles get back in the lab, figure things out. So Eagles minus six and a half, that is a bet for me. Uh, Glad that came across seven. And Cowboys. Talked about the Vikings a little bit earlier. 
you know, DVOA, middle of the pack, and, you know, everything. Like, I mean, that was a miracle. That was another Minnesota miracle last week against the Bills. And I will definitely be looking to fade them down the road. But I think in the Cowboys, they blew a, you know, two-touchdown lead. If those two games go the way they were going in the fourth quarter or should have gone late in the second half, could be talking about a bigger number here, closer to a field goal. I mean, it opened, um, I believe, two and has come down. So I'll be on the Cowboys, uh, and I will lay the point against the Vikings this weekend. So some other early NFL action uh, for week 11. And one more, I'll throw a teaser in there as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, back, back on that. No, staying away from the Vikings. Um, but the Raiders, I mentioned them yesterday. I am, I am on them uh, plus three against the Broncos. I will be playing the money line as well, by the way, on the Raiders against the Broncos. Wow, the Broncos. so you're in with Mark Davis. Rome wasn't built in a day. Let's go, just win, baby. Yeah. It, was, it was ugly for a while, but yeah, and it still is. Um, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the Raiders, but this is very much a Broncos fade. But I'll tease the Raiders up. I see it two and a half, three, either way, up to eight and a half, nine. Uh, and the Niners, saw some seven and a halfs out there. It kind of depends on where you pair it. But I see an eight. I would tease that down to two. So Niners minus two against the Cardinals in Mexico City. And the Raiders up to eight and a half against the Broncos. Before we get to uh, Jake and if Rick has a play as well, who's in for Gurch, the we were talking to Jason Scott about you know these NFC East teams haven't beat up on each other yet, and he thought, okay, if one of these teams is going to miss the playoffs, it's either going to be the Cowboys or the Giants. Um, you seem to be high on the Cowboys, so do you think it could be the Giants? I mean, they play the Lions this week. It's like, gosh, could that be any easier for them? But what are your thoughts on which one of those teams could miss the playoffs? <sighs> I mean, after making a case for the Cowboys this week, I mean, of the two, though, I hope the Giants hold up just long enough to, like, grab that second-place spot because before the season, I played Eagles-Giants exact uh, first and second at 12-1 to 1 Ooh, in the NFC okay. East. So I'm hoping that the, the Giants continue to grind out some wins just enough to grab second place. And, like, that is a team that I would not like – if it's Giants-Vikings in the playoffs, I don't know. I guess I would take that. As much as I've been saying I want to fade the Vikings. Exactly. Like They're the same team. And I'm curious why you're higher on the Giants, but yet you seem to think the Vikings are fraudulent. So I'm not higher on the Giants in a playoff contender sense by any means. Okay. Um yeah, I just want them to – they're also not – I mean, I want them to continue to squeaking out these wins enough to get in the second place and hopefully finish like, I don't know, what are they going to finish at this point? They're 7-2, and two, so 11-6. Yeah. and six. It's crazy. Um, I just don't think the Vikings are what, like a top seed, an 8-1 and one sort of thing. Um, so I would I – would, it again, matchup-based, but I would – like if it's a Seahawks-Viking uh, spot – that would interest me. If it's a Vikings-Giants spot, I don't know what I would do with that game at this point. Yeah. Jake, Aaron, Judge, home run, where where are you looking today? Not that today. Uh, I'm just going to go one college basketball, but I'm going to lay the six with Kentucky tonight uh, against Michigan State. Michigan State, 
I don't know how they blew the game against Gonzaga a couple nights ago, but Shibway's going to play tonight, and Drew Timmy in his 43rd year on earth basically had his way with Michigan State. So there's no reason Shibway shouldn't have an even better game. I'm going to lay the six with Kentucky tonight against Michigan State. That's it. I haven't done a ton of college basketball yet. I need to start find find my teams that I'm going to bet on. I'm I heard not, Illinois uh, is pretty good. <laughs> they covered, right? They covered that big number oh, yesterday. Buddy, they covered and then some. It closed at 28. They won by 38. It was great. They put up 63 in the first half. It was awesome. That's pretty That's good. crazy. Darren Shannon Jr. is so good. This team's going to be so good. And then once they lose a couple games back-to-back, I'm going to be absolutely desolate, but whatever. So, yeah, like, talk to us. Like, give us an early season preview on Illinois. I mean, they're going to be in contention for to win the Big Ten again. Like, they're going to be right there. Yeah. It's just a matter of when you rely on two freshmen in your starting lineup and, like, you have to hope the R.J. Melendez breakout continues. But, I mean, Shannon's awesome. Matthew Mayer's dealing with, like, a back injury. That's why he hasn't been playing that much after he came over from Baylor. But, I, was gonna I mean, they're going to be good. There. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was part of that Baylor championship team, and he was really good for them. Like he was, like he was a pretty significant role player. But yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with that many freshmen, like Sky Clark is going to be awesome, but like he's going to have growing pains. Like Jalen Epps and you know uh, Ty Rogers are going to be awesome, but there's going to be growing pains. They're true freshmen, so there's going to be a couple bad losses at some point during the conference season, especially with how good Purdue is and how good Michigan's going to be and how good Ohio State's going to be, but. Like Illinois, at the end of the day, they're going to be back in contention right there at the end because even if they hit a rough patch in the middle, Brad Underwood has shown time and time and time again that he always gets the best out of these guys at the end of the day. So once it gets to January and February and they're you know fighting tooth and nail for these conference games, they're going to pull those games out. And, I mean, young legs get to March, a season of experience under your belts. Like that's where maybe they've – Yeah, and the, and the crazy the part is I didn't even – I didn't even talk about Coleman Hawkins, who's probably going to be the guy most likely to go to the NBA. Like, he's playing center for them, but he's really a forward because he's so thin. But dude can shoot. He can finish at, at the rim. Like, he can do everything. Like, he set a career high in three-pointers with five a couple weeks ago, uh, last week. And his previous career high was, like, two in a game. Like, it was just, he's turned into, like, a true, like, guy who could totally be a star in the Big Ten. It's going to be awesome. Paul, what did you think about that off-the-board story we didn't get to? Carmelo's son offered a scholarship to your school, Syracuse? Bring him in and bring Carmelo in as the coach. Like, (laughs) I'm totally good with Melo's son coming to Syracuse. All in, all in. Bring back good vibes from when they won the national championship. Yeah, I mean, talking to someone that got to Syracuse the year after Carmelo. So great timing there. Um, it's actually it's a missed out on all the fun, but yeah, no, I, I, it's just always a family affair, I guess at Syracuse. So you know, it's a new era, but yeah, I'm all in. Bring uh, is he even supposed to be good? I don't know. know. He's 15. Syracuse is a football school now. I don't. don't (laughs) So true. So true. (laughs) But yeah, I'm happy about it. I'm looking but forward to hanging excited. out with everyone at Bed Yeah, MGM. next week will be fun out in Bed MGM, uh, National yeah, Harbor. Yeah, 100%. Can't wait. Aww. Love you, Jake. 
We need to tell Andrew. Well, bring him. Uh, no, bring it's him. okay. I like my own bed. It's all good. <laughs> World uh, World Cup, by the way. Like, I don't know. Locked I wish in. it was. I'm still fun, like more of a summer. Go out on a Tuesday at like one o'clock, watch some games, be a soccer hooligan. Yeah. But I guess we'll we'll deal this week. But that'll be fun next week to have that. Going we need on some too. bets. Got, yeah, I I've, been, I've been reaching. I'm reaching out to some people. We should have at least one guest by the end of the week. Um, we'll dive into some World Cup, some World Cup bets. Big All right. Show. Thank you so much for listening to BetQL Daily. What a tease. Will the Joes be back tomorrow? Nobody knows. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> for Paul Aspen, Jake Hassan, Rick, I'm Aaron Hogsworth. We'll see you tomorrow on BetQL Daily.